Hi, and welcome to the Plan Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Alexander, and in today's podcast episode, I will be discussing the topic of what is planning. City planning plays an integral role in the functioning of society. Cities are the foundation of modern civilization, and planning is what shapes our cities and determines how they allow people to function. So beyond the fact that it shapes our cities, what exactly is planning and why is it so important to the functioning of society? Planning is a tool to build and shape communities into equitable places for all people. Planners do this by engaging residents, understanding them, and assessing their wants and needs. Planners should be advocates that use their expertise to make decisions and advise local government to address the wants and needs of citizens through zoning, development, policy, law, and design. Ensuring equity to all citizens in a community is the most important role of a planner and what planning should strive to accomplish. The most important piece in ensuring equity is to understand the public interest. But before we dive into the public interest, it is more important to first understand the difference between equality and equity. Equality means all people, regardless of race, gender, class, age, ability, religion, or sexuality, have an equal opportunity to get an education, to find employment, to participate within the community, and to be treated respectfully. Equity, on the other hand, takes into account how a person's race, gender, class, age, ability, religion, or sexuality affect them and gives more help to those in need of more help, so that everybody based on those identifying characteristics truly has an equal opportunity to be successful, a successful member of society. The public interest means a lot of things to different people. Some see it as what benefits citizens the most, whether they're for it or not. Others see it as completely the opposite, which is what, what the citizens want. In reality, it is a mix of both, but ultimately, the voice of the citizens is the most important voice. Sherry R. Arnstein's ladder of citizen participation gives us an eight-rung ladder. At the bottom of the ladder, which is rung one, is manipulation, and at the top of the ladder, rung number eight, is citizen control. These nine rungs are divided into three subsections, which are non-participation at the bottom of the ladder, degrees of tokenism in the middle, and degrees of citizen power at the top. Planners must engage citizens in the planning process in order to have equitable outcomes. Much too often, engagement in planning is in the subsection of degrees of tokenism, which includes the rungs of informing, consulting, and placation. To have successful engagement, success being measured in the ability to create equitable outcomes, the engagement process must be within the top subsection of the degrees of citizen power. This subsection includes partnership, delegated power, and citizen control. Anything below a six on the ladder does not give citizens a voice. While a planner is an expert, it is impossible for them to fully understand the unique situations of different communities and different groups of people. I would argue that the public interest cannot be achieved without some degree of citizen power. Malcolm Tate writes about an example of an abuse of the phrase public interest in his journal article, Planning in the Public Interest, Still a Relevant Concept for Planners. The example is from the United Kingdom, where a proposal to use an existing borehole to begin fracking under the Yorkshire countryside was approved by the Planning Committee of the North Yorkshire County Council, even though they received 4,375 letters of objection to the fracking proposal. 
This is compared to only 36 letters of support. Despite the heavy pushback from local residents, the local government decided it was in the public interest to approve the proposal. They ignored the voices of the citizens and used only their expertise to make the decision. The decision will impact the local residents greatly, but their voices were not heard. The decision will likely not lead to an equitable outcome, therefore it is failed planning. If a planner cannot use their expertise to make decisions for residents, then what is the point of a planning degree? This is where advocacy comes in. An advocate for the citizens is another very important role of a planner. Michael Brooks writes in reference to Paul Davidoff, the planner should be able to engage in the political process as an advocate of the interests both of government and such other groups, organizations, or individuals who are concerned with proposing policies for the future development of the community. I see this as the the planner should use their expertise to not only advocate for the needs of the government, but also for all groups involved in the political process, which includes different community organizations, but most importantly, residents. Residents are the most important voice, and by hearing and understanding that voice, planners can then advocate to the local government for the residents based on what they have learned from residents. It's almost as if planners are the connection between residents and the local government. This is why advocacy is so important for creating equitable outcomes, which is the goal of planning. Equity for all people within a community is the focal point of planning, and the public interest is the most important thing in creating those equitable outcomes. It is a planner's job to listen and advocate for those people to create the most equitable outcomes possible. We plan for people. We work to make sure nobody is left behind and so that every person has the same opportunity to be successful within our society. Planning is a tool to build and shape communities into equitable places for all people by engaging, understanding, and advocating for the people. That is what planning is, and that is why it is so important. Thanks for listening. 